Hey everyone, so I'm here again today to do another one in my series of single life paths. Uh, the first one I did was a request, which was the 358 life path. I've done two of the karmic debts so far. This is the third one. And I'm about to do another video on the life path 347. So I'm doing request videos for life path and expression numbers together. Um, I'm working towards life path and soul urge together, but I'm also doing life path numbers or energy numbers on their own, because as you know, there's many type ways to be a seven. And my life path um, videos up to now have been like covering the seven, but also looking at the individual sevens as well. So I thought I'd do a series of videos that focused on each individual life path, starting with the 358, which was a request, but really doing mostly starting with the karmic debt numbers, because they're the most, they're seen as the most negative because they come from naughtiness in a previous lifetime. Now I'm clearly very naughty because I have a 145 expression number, which is a karmic number. And this karmic debt here, 167, is both my soul urge number, which is the third most important number in my chart, in my core numbers, but it's also my personality number as well. So out of my four core numbers, two of them are karmic debts. So um, in a previous lifetime, I haven't always behaved correctly. So I have two karmic debts to deal with in my core, as well as even more karmic debts in my adjoining numbers, like my personality number. Um, so I um, really resonate with the 167 because it's my soul urge and my personality number. Um, so let's get started with what the karmic debt is. Now, I must warn you, it's quite negative because, you know, it is related to um, naughtiness in a previous lifetime. So it comes across that you're like, it can come across really negative, these karmic, karmic debt videos. But, you know, it's not like a, a dig on you personally, because in this lifetime, you're here to actually put that right. Um, so, you know, please don't take it as a personal dig towards you negatively. It's just naughtiness in a previous lifetime that we have to reconcile, deal with and um, put right in this lifetime. So let's get started. So when we have a karmic debt, we seem to really show the, the elements of the number of our karmic debt, the one, the six and the seven. We tend to show the negative sort of sides of those numbers more because it's a, a more sort of developmental life path because it's something we're here to put right. Um, so in the let's start with the seven energy because it's the most important. Remember, I always start unless it's a master number that the numbers furthest to the right are the most important. So in the one, six, seven, it starts the most important is that seven then the six, and then finally the one, okay? So in the seven energy, when you have a one, six, seven karmic debt, you can really be stuck in your ego, your rational mind, overthinking things and like making sudden decisions and like shocking everyone by suddenly leaving your job that you've spent six, six years working for, or like, as I said, sex, it's going outside your relationship and making destructive decisions, which destroys everything you've built. You know, it's it's like an affair of the heart kind of situation. So and in the six energy, you can be really because you're so idealistic, you can be really self-judgmental and insecure um, because you give yourself unreachable ideals. And this can make you to be irresponsible 
um, not loving, but distorted loving feelings, neglectful, um, you know, very judgmental of others. That's the real negative side of the six. And I'm not saying everyone who's a 167 shows that. I'm just showing you what it can be at its worst. So you can be stuck in your ego and make destructive decisions that completely destroy everything you've previously built. Judge yourself and be really insecure in the six and be irresponsible and unnurturing and um, in the six energy. And in the one energy, you can be really be sort of selfish, self-absorbed, um, sometimes a bit arrogant and quite abusive of power. So that's the negative, like the worst of the one, six, seven. So don't panic if you're alive path one, six, seven. This is like the worst of the one, six, seven. And that that those elements those negative elements come together into and has caused you to misuse love really in a previous incarnation you've sort of thought that your purpose has completely changed just chopped out the, the old without communicating with anyone and shocking everyone around you and just bringing in the new and you know that's going to be a painful process you can't just do that without pain so you know misuse of love you know, having affairs paying back for past abuses where you were involved in love affairs and this caused other people to suffer because of your you know your you're just completely pushing them away and going in a different direction which is what the 167 likes well often does but it's a it's a path of massive spiritual growth because you make decisions that smash everything to pieces and then you've got to learn massively lessons with your ego in order to try and pull yourself back so you know it comes across as a very negative karmic number but you will develop spiritually like you would not believe especially if you really take on those lessons you know so you're here to put things right in this lifetime okay so if the 167 is your life path this is your key your top number this is what you should be focusing on and using all the other numbers in your chart to support this path and that is the achievement of this uh, and getting rid of this karmic debt by doing exactly the opposite of what you did in that previous incarnation now i would do a little bit of a mention about the birthday number because it is the fourth most important core number now what the birthday number is is it sort of tacks on to any life path and gives it an extra edge in order to um help Add some specifics to your life path and give you an extra angle to go down to help you achieve your life path. So if your birthday number is a 167, it's less important, but you still have to take these points into account and sort of mix it in with your life path as something that you really need to think about. The 167, if it's your birthday number, is less important than your life path expression soul urge, but it must be tacked onto your life path as an extra lesson, okay, about destructive decisions and, you know, um, everything I've just said, basically. So the, the birthday number is only the 10% or the fourth number in your core. And it's very much another lesson tacked on to the end of your life path. OK, but it's not as important as it is if it was your life path. OK, and your expression or soul urge. OK, so just need to clarify that one. So when you're a life path seven, OK, you, you listen to your ego too much. You're far too much in your head. So instead of listening to the divine, um, instead of listening to your intuition and your gut and your inner voice, you're too much 
rationalizing, overthinking everything to inside your head. And you can make these massive decisions without communicating your decisions to anyone and shock everyone around you and cause some quite difficult situations and even heartbreak for other people. Um, you struggle to trust your intuition in its entirety, you know, when you're a one, six, seven, and you have to work towards focusing on that intuition because you overthink, you second guess yourself and you end up sitting, you know, oh, and you get yourself in a right on mental pickle sometimes. You know, you've got trust issues and you don't communicate enough with other people or tell people about your amazing knowledge and wisdom because you fear in some way that you're going to get shamed or you're going to look foolish or people are going to betray you. So you don't express your beauty to the world and you stay shut away instead of trusting your intuition and trusting that people and the world are doing exactly what they need to be doing right now in order for us all to evolve. And you need to trust in the process, trust your intuition, trust in source energy, trust your soul has got your back and that you're here for a reason. Obstacles are here for a reason and they're here to be transcended. They're here to be worked through, certainly not ignored and certainly not like pushed aside because if you do push it aside that 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 lesson's going to keep coming at you until you do something about it you know it's not it's not going to allow you to push that under the carpet it's going to keep coming at you and these issues are going to get more and more acute and intense until this lesson smashes its way into your life you know it will keep trying so push it away push your lessons away at your peril <laughs> so you know, you find that you don't trust yourself, you don't trust other people enough because you're not using your intuition and you, you feel in some way disheartened by the world, you know, and all the all the rubbish that goes on in this world and how people treat each other and how the system treats people at times. You know, the seven can get quite disheartened by that because of their lacking trust in the process. You know, the world isn't meant to be a utopia. It, it's meant to have some harsh lessons within it so that we evolve you know as spiritual beings you know and you you know in the one six seven especially to do with the six energy you need to learn to be a bit more responsible especially to be of service to your community or your family family most important you know because the six energy in your one six seven can make you you know the opposite of nurturing at times and you're working towards being more nurturing being more loving towards family um you know your ego your ego that mind that head in there that makes you overthink that oh it can bring you some painful challenges i know i'm a seven i'm a seven life path not a one six but a three four seven and it brings some painful challenges and with the one six seven you're going to have detours roadblocks and your grand plans are often going to be smashed to bits and you're going to have to keep changing direction that seems to be what the one six seven does even changing vocations changing vocation uh, relationships without a you know, without really thinking of the consequences because you've decided that's your new path, um, that can be quite a difficult thing. Um, you know, you these painful challenges, you know, they can make you make decisions that destroy everything you've previously built, built. 
like just suddenly dropping all your training and moving to a different job, you know, where you have to start from scratch or, you know, ruining a long term relationship and, you know, losing that whole relationship and having to try and start from scratch. It's like knocking down something you've built or half built and starting again because you, you think that your purpose has changed direction or you think that you've built your life in the wrong direction and you need to smash it all down and start again in order to live to your purpose. You can imagine that affects people around you quite a lot and that hence the karmic debt because this change that you just suddenly pull in onto the world can hurt a lot of people. You know, it's... I know I'm a soul urge 167, been there, done that, but we'll go into that a little bit more in a moment. Okay, so you make decisions that destroy what you've built, so self-destructive affairs and, and things like that. And sometimes you haven't even thought about whether you've even communicated that information to even those that are closest to you. So you may even think that you've communicated or think that you don't need to communicate. You know, you just make decisions, do something, and you keep you leave people guessing and shocked. They're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that that was the case. And all of a sudden, this has happened. I didn't realize she hated that course, or I didn't realize they weren't happy in their relationship. And other people can be left dumbfounded and think to themselves, why didn't you, you know, the, the people closest to you can be a little bit upset that you haven't, you know, expressed this to them, that you've done it, that they're all shocked your decision to suddenly change direction that's very much the karmic debt one six seven um you can be self-centered with it you know because you've you just think well that's what i need to do for my purpose and that's great but you've got to remember to consider other people you know you 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 need to sort of keep that ego in check and um stop looking down on others intellectually or thinking no one else can help you and bring other people in especially those that are close to you Okay, because that just fuels their distrust. You know, the seven can be very mistrusted at times. And if they don't communicate who they are, communicate their authentic feelings with people, it can fuel that mistrust even more and cause even more difficulties. You know, and you can at times feel stripped of your inspiration, you know, resentful, defeated. And it's because you've made decisions that are difficult um, make decisions with your ego and you need to get back to humility and start thinking, right, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? You know, get back to the drawing board, really, and find some humility, you know, kick your ego to the side a bit and find some humility in your actions, you know. Um, you spend, you can expend an excessive amount of time alone. Uh, you can come across as difficult to approach, even though you're perfectly capable of being very social and very loving and very nurturing. You can come across as quite, you know, cold, overly private, difficult to approach. Um, people might find it difficult to connect with you. You'll find it difficult to develop meaningful relationships to the point where you might even um, be mistrustful and pretty much sabotage relationships before they even begin. Um, come across as self-absorbs and like like you're not really listening to anyone. Um, struggle to emotionally connect. So you come across like there's no emotions there and you don't care. But actually, you're a deep well of emotions. You're not you're just not expressing that to other people because you don't feel you can. You feel they might judge you or ridicule you if you open up to people. So you tend to hold yourself back, which, you know, is, is going to stop you from connecting emotionally to other people. Um, you can come across, uh, you know, um, 
aloof, God, I couldn't say the word then, aloof, um, emotionally detached and hyper-focused on what you're doing, like whatever the seven gets their mind on, because they love mind things and they love studying, researching and channeling spirituality and they can get hyper-focused on what they're doing and not give anyone else the time of day. So that needs to be balanced quite a lot for the one, six, seven, this, this hyper-focus that can make them almost ill with like elements of workaholism when you're focused on one thing to obsession you know and you know everything else gets pushed aside even your relationships which is when that can cause that even more difficulties within your relationships um you're withdrawn um and because of your because you don't really communicate and connect emotionally with others you know people can mistrust you a bit they think you know i can't i don't really know who this person is and you know they could be anyone and you know there may be something behind their eyes that because i don't know who they are and you get accused and mistrusted by others even when you've done nothing wrong um disappointed and you distrust as well on the other side of it and it becomes like a vicious circle um, but really, you can't do everything alone. So you really do need to pull other people into your life, you know, because the seven, they want a relationship, but they don't. Then they want a relationship, but they don't. You know, we need to learn to connect a little bit more emotionally with others and have a bit more of a balance of, of, of connection with others and alone time and not overbalance the alone time section, which the seven is prone to doing. Um, you've got a bit of low self-esteem at time because you're disappointed with yourself. That's the six in action. I mean, the one is about unconfidence. You know, the one is not a confident person. They might come across as really overconfident at times, but, you know, they mostly have problems with not being confident at all. And they can also exacerbate that in the six energy by setting themselves ideals and perfections of behavior and results and action that just are not realistic and you end up beating yourself up for that for not meeting your own unreachable ideals and you get disappointed with yourself with which fuels your insecurity and your inf inferiority complex and um, this perfectionism this judgment this using your idea ideals as a benchmark for your happiness is always going to cause you um, dissension and unhappiness until you reconcile reality with those ideals and keep in mind that the world isn't meant to be a utopia it's a place of learning um, and it's a place that we use to experience everything and evolve and use our own free will and learning to make good and positive decisions and if we stuff it up we just come back and do it again you know none of us are perfect you know we all are naughty people sometimes um so you know you're not always grounded in reality these unrealistic expectations you know you can cause yourself self-suffering because you just not meet in your own standards. But, you know, come to the fact that none of us are perfect. We're all perfectly imperfect, and that's how it's meant to be. Stop judging yourself and other people. Just stop on six sevens. <laughs> Inferiority complex, very much the one, very much linked to what I've just said. Um, and it can get it can get to the point where it can be destructive if you let it sink to that level. Okay. So guidance in the 167. Now you should take this 
depending on where the 167 is in your chart okay so if it's the if the 167 is your life path your most important important number these are points you're working towards so it's something that you're towards the end of your life achieve some of these points you might have already achieved already but there might be other points that you find really difficult don't beat yourself up you've got your whole life to achieve this Okay, so these guidance points here, you've got your whole life to do it. So don't be beating yourself up that you're not there yet. So when it's your life path, these are the points that you're working towards. It's a journey. Okay, you're not supposed to be perfect to all of these points straight away. Otherwise, it wouldn't be your life path number. It'd be your expression number or it'd be something you've already transcended and you'd be a different life path number. When it's your expression number, these points below are your potential strengths, but you have to use them. You know, you can be talented at something, but if you never bother using that talent and developing it into a skill, you know, it's never going to be useful in your life. So when it's an expression number, the points below are skills that you just need to practice and hone. You've already got them. That's already there. You know, but you might not be using them. So if you're an expression number 167, you're all about using what you've already got baby and you've already got it in the life path as well but your work is more the potential you're working towards it so you're going to find these points more difficult if you're a 167 life path than you are if you're an expression number one's a path of purpose one's a talent okay two different things soul urge is your motivation so you're motivated to achieve these points below doesn't mean that it's your purpose doesn't mean that it's your skill but it means it's what burns in your tummy it's what makes you excited this is what you want to do this is what you choose to do because it makes your heart burn because you love it because it's just a passion for you and when it's your birthday number it's tacks onto that big life path number as an extra element to really think about. So you might take some of these elements into account when, when focusing on your life path. If 167, if you were born on the 16th, um, these elements are going to have a, a, a smaller but still an effect on your life path. So think about tagging that onto your life path if this is your birthday number. So these are the points you're working towards, okay? Life path working towards expression. You need to manifest what you already got. Soul urge, this is your passion. This is your motivation. And birthday, this is like a sub-lesson that adds onto your life path. So being more aware of how people perceive you. Thinking of others more, okay? Be open to connect more with others. Tell people more about you. Okay, don't hide yourself behind a veil or, you know, just sit there quietly watching everyone, making everyone feel uncomfortable. You know, show the real you. Connect with other people. That's important. Be a better listener when you're communicating with others and find meaning and passion in, in using your words and your wisdom your intuitive wisdom to uplift other people to help them to develop and evolve be a bit more nurturing in your relationships like i said consider others more be a bit more intimate so that you can develop those long-lasting loving relationships 
more responsible and loving and nurturing towards your family, especially family and, you know, community as well and people around you, but especially family. So thinking of people more, being more nurturing, loving, more responsible, thinking of others more rather than just being in your ego head, you know, stepping back from perfectionism in that six energy you know, that perfectionism that causes judgment, you know, be more at peace, more accepting of other people, you know, help other people, nurture other people and accept them from who they are and be peaceful with yourself because nobody's perfect or you could consider we're all perfectly imperfect because if we were all perfect already, we wouldn't be here, we'd be ascended because we'd just be perfect and I'm afraid we're not that yet, we're working towards that, that's what we're here for. Okay, so we're perfectly imperfect, you know, you know, um, work on your own spiritual growth and your own development and evolution. The seven is very much about inner growth so that you're more in, in alignment with the positive elements of the seven, like following your intuition and making decisions with your intuition and teaching others to use their intuition, being balanced with your social time with others and wanting to uplift others. All those positive elements of the seven are going to more likely come, up, come out when you work on your own self-discovery and personal growth. Um, trust the creative spirit within you, you know, Trust your intuition. Trust the world as it unfolds. Remember, it's perfectly imperfect. It's not meant to be a utopia. It unfolds for a reason to teach us lessons for our evolution. Unfortunately, that is just that's just the way it is. Um, trust yourself. Trust that you can make it alone if you need it. You know, because some sevens, you know, they make uh, frivolous decisions in their early life or even in their later life because they feel that they just can't make it alone. Even though they want to be alone, they feel they can't make it alone. So, you know, you've got to keep in mind that you are an independent person. It's good to be with someone else. But if you need to be alone, you can do that. You know, you can make it on your own. You know, you don't need to use other people as a crutch to lean on. You know, embrace the everyday world as well. You know, uh, accept and find perfection in the moment. There's going to be nastiness in the world. There's going to be horrific things happening in the world but there's also good in the world you know the universe is in balance it's in perfect balance and like i said it's a school of teaching and we've got to experience the hot as well as the cold so that we can learn from that and transcend the hot and the cold okay and be both the hot and the cold all issues all difficulties that you have in your life you know they bring you wisdom and learning. They're not, they don't just happen to upset you. They don't just happen because life's a bitch. Like people say, life's a, life's a school. It's not, it's not a bitch, it's a school. And it's up to us how we learn in that school. Like it, when you were at school, it's up to you whether you learn the skill. The teacher can do whatever they want. They can throw whatever textbooks and talk in your face if they have to. But you ain't going to learn it unless you want to learn it. Okay? So looking at the lessons within what happens to you you know sometimes something really rubbish can happen you think the world is rubbish everyone in it is rubbish if people weren't so rubbish this kind of thing wouldn't happen ah! but you know it's all a lesson find the lesson within instead of getting all bitter and twisted and judgmental you know it's hard and your emotions will take over at first but you know you've got to work towards finding the lesson within 
because learning that lesson means that it's not going to happen to you again you know if you don't learn the lesson in something that happens to you it's very likely that this rubbish is going to happen again until you wake up and smell the coffee so always look for those lessons within you're more likely to bring yourself peace and quicker in the long run that i promise you um, embrace your authentic self to release your self-doubt you know don't be scared of expressing yourself to the world you know don't be scared that people are going to put you down if you're a seven and especially if it's your life path or expression you're here to use your intuition and you know you're not here to be ridiculed or taking the mickey out of you're here to teach us something spiritual that is going to evolve individuals within humanity okay find balance from your hyper focus i know i'm a seven um you can end up being so hyper focused and this lockdown hasn't helped you know you can end up sitting indoors all day hyper focused hyper focused for hours and hours and hours and forget everything around you you know you need to have some balance otherwise you're going to burn yourself out trust me i know one six seven isn't my life path or expression but it is my soul urge and it does cause me to overwork um, work into the night because I'm so passionate about what I do and then I'm wondering in a week's time why I feel like uh, horrible pretty much because I haven't taken much of a break all week um, so really take notice of your hyper focus when you're a 167 as well even if it's just your soul urge because even I feel it and it's not my life path or expression so keep a note of that so this is the guidance these are points to work towards if you're a life path these are points to use to your advantage to help achieve your life path if it's your expression number and if these points are your soul urge number these are things that are going to really motivate you that need to support your life path number and these points are going to be tagged on to your lessons and your life path as an added little sub lesson if it's your birthday number okay if i've confused you at all please don't hesitate to ask me questions on this okay so when it's your expression or destiny number this is a talent remember so you're going to show the more positive sides of the numbers uh, seven six and one i mean you're going to have some difficulties of course you are but you're going to show the more positive ends of the seven the six and the one so in the seven you're going to be more of that spiritual actualizer finding purpose um, longing for self-communion um, and spending a lot of time and being really good at self-analysis very divinely intuitive trust your intuition good at empowering and uplifting others so you have all these pointers as a talent and uh, that you you could use or not use you know we've all got free will remember focused on finding your purpose the expression 167 the 167 in general is all about finding their purpose and big big spiritual development you know so you have the most potential to spiritually develop the most when you're in expression 167 because um, you just have that ability there already it's not something you're working towards um, focused on finding purpose so you love the metaphysical the spiritual and the truth subjects um, you're responsible you're a perfectionist extremely analytical sometimes fiercely independent you, you you're very good at working by yourself okay very independent able to work by yourself with your own initiative that's a talent that you have very thoughtful very introspective always thinking of the big picture around everything you do um, a very very much a visionary of new possibilities a goal setter but with a higher spiritual purpose in that seven 
a very smart, sharp, incisive mind, excellent with detail, analysis, research, but you must filter that research through your intuition. Uh, very creative imagination. You, you love things that are about a deeper meaning. So you would like make music that has a deeper meaning for you. Write uh, create art, anything that has a really deep spiritual meaning for you will be something that you would be very talented at expressing. Um, grounded in reality very much so, you're more likely to show the positive elements of the six when you're in expression six. Sometimes you're going to tip into judging yourself and being a bit idealistic, but as a whole, you find it easier to be realistic when you're in a, a one, six, seven expression or talent number. Um, so you're more grounded in reality, you know, more, you, you have more of a grasp of the inherent imperfections that have to be in the universe, but really they're not imperfections, it's just balance, you know, what we perceive of negative and positive, yeah, it's negative to us because we have negative feelings, but you know, what we don't realise is the lessons, you know, our, our opportunity to evolve is at its very best when we are at our very worst, and, you know, it's hard to keep that in mind because our emotions get in the way. But it's when you're at your very worst is the opportunity to develop the most, unfortunately, for us. Um, so you grasp the inherent balance of the universe much, much easier, even though sometimes you might tip when you're feeling low into idealism and judgmental perfectionism, you know, most of the time you've got a, a fairly good grasp of reality and the reasons why we can't be living in a utopia. Well, I mean, I fail to see the point of living in a utopia because what would you learn? Um, you, you, you know, the 167 is, is terrible for making sudden changes because they're so in their head. Um, you, you, and and w when it's your talent number, you're still in your head. You know, you think a lot. You're always thinking about your purpose. Then you end up changing vocations a lot. You might train for something for ages and then suddenly change for something else. I've decided that's not my purpose. This is. And then you'll start again from scratch. Um, uh, friendships, you can even end friendships and even end relationships, which can be really sort of shocking to those around you. Um, and you're very much, you can be that overthinker, trapped in your head, trapped by your own ego, you know, but you've got to trust that intuition first. You're better at that because it's your expression number, but that's not to say that sometimes you're not going to falter with that, but you're much more in tune with focusing on your intuition when 167 is your talent number rather than your life path. Then your soul urge, this is me. You know, you know, from my research, from my experience, and because it's me, I am a soul urge 167. This is my life. Um, you, you have a strong desire to grow spiritually, self-discovery. I have always been obsessed, like not normal, you know, about what I've said earlier about we tend to be hyper-focused. Oh, my goodness. You know, I spend a lot of my life um, always wanting to research you know, looking at who I am, you know, uh, looking at the number of energies, obsessed with numerology and other spiritual subjects, but mostly numerology, um, self-discovery, anything that tells me who I am and helps me to help other people know who they are, just really excites me. You know, I love to uplift and empower other people to take action and think, you know, I don't have to feel like this anymore. I can do this, this and this. 
to stand up or I am on the right path and giving people encouragement. That's just what my heart burns to do. And that's what a soul urge 167 will burn to do. You know, wanting to specialize in something that involves your mind and intuition, which really pushed me into numerology as my baby and my passion and my love. Um, always looking for purpose. You know, always, always looking for purposes, like, like, always looking for more information, more research, more purpose, you know, but, you know, the information's already inside me, but you get this desire to just keep looking for more. And what this can sometimes do is it can make, and I know, I'm not going to give you the detail, but been there, done that, got lots of t-shirts with this. Um, you can be building something up lovely, relationship, job, you know, it's all going swimmingly, your training's nearly finished, you're in a long-term relationship, everything's lovely, lovely, lovely. And then what do you do? You sort of think, no, I think my purpose is different. So I think I've found a different purpose. So I'm just going to leave my relationship, turn my back on my job and everyone, whole my whole life. Um, and everything that I previously built, I built it wrong, so I'm going to knock it to the ground, leave my partner, leave my job. And it might not be both, by the way, I'm just saying, this is just theoretical, you might just leave your job. You might just break up a relationship. You might have an affair. You might just keep changing vocations and leave halfway through your training or get to the end of your training and then clutter off, you know. You know, you, you tend to destroy what you've previously built and decide that your purpose is that way instead of this way. And it can be a great painful process and it's going to teach you a lot, but it is a painful process, trust me. I've been through some very painful processes where I've just decided, I'll change direction. I'll change. I won't do that anymore after all that hard work. Really? You know, do that after all this time? Really? That is so me. Um, but I'm hoping that I'm working past that and I think a little bit more before I act and make self-destructive decisions. Um, sudden changes in career relationships. You suddenly think the change is better. You suddenly think you're enlightened and your ego tells you this is the right way to go. So you're perfectly within your rights. Just dump everything that you've built before, whatever that may be, and just leave a, a line of carnage behind you. Um, and I know, and I've learned the hard way. And a lot of Soul Urge 167s, Life Path 167s, and even Expression 167s will often learn the hard way with this number because it's a... Yeah, it's a 167 karmic debt, you know, and you'll always be testing your relationship. I remember when I used to do this. Thank God I've worked past this now. I used to drive myself mad um, testing this relationship. Is it right? Have I done the right thing? Is this my purpose? You know, is there any better? Should I have gone this way? Should I have not done that? Mm. Making unstable decisions, making flighty decisions that just destroys everything you've previously built. So guard against that if you're a soul urge 167. But, you know, it is about a lot of spiritual development. And sometimes we just need to make these self-destructive decisions in order to learn. It's just who we are. We're here to learn and evolve. OK, so that is the energy of the 167. Um, if you found this video uh, useful, please smash that like button and subscribe if you haven't already and click that uh, bell icon and click on all so you always get up to date if you want a reading from me and all for with all your core numbers uh, looking at what has happened in the past what is to come to help you have more of a purpose and a direction please contact me on my social media send me an email um there's loads of ways to contact me if you want to request a video like a life path video or how my expression affects my life path or how my expression supports my life path soul urge 
Soul Nerd ones are going to be a bit later on because I'm still working on some other ones at the moment. Or if you just want a video on your energy, your your life path energy, just send me a message through Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, I can also teach you a bit of numerology as well. I have a Udemy course, um, a numerology course on Udemy. I always say that wrong. And I'm going to put that link in the description box as well. So contact me if you want to request a reading. If you want to ask me a question, I'm more than happy. Or if you want to request a video. Um, or if you just want to have a little chat and a little bit of guidance, please contact me. I love to hear from you all. But, you know, I might give you a bit of guidance. But what you have, always have to do, guys, is trust your own intuition on the matter. Okay? Trust the soul within you because only your inner voice and your inner intuition knows best. See you soon.